Welcome to season four, Fostering Change, the number one podcast in adoption and foster care. You know, each week we speak to the most amazing good humans about topics that touch each and every one of us. If you have a guest suggestion or interest in sponsoring our podcast, please visit us at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Now, sit back, enjoy, learn, get motivated, and let's speak to some fascinating guests. You know, I was so excited about this interview. And most of you, as you watch this, if you're watching it on our YouTube channel, you can see why I'm so excited. For those who are listening, I will tell you why. You know, I truly do believe that people come into your life for one reason, and that is to lift you up. And when this one particular human came into my life 14 years ago, it absolutely changed everything. See, my story was that I had always wanted to be a dad. I always wanted to have a kid look up at me and really see that I was going to help them guide them. But little did I know that I would have a son who actually would teach me how to look at the world upside down. And I don't think I have to give it any more introduction but to welcome my son, my husband's son, our amazing 16-year-old, Makai Shear. Makai, welcome to Fostering Change. Hi. Makai, you know, so when dad decided that we were going to do this Valentine episode, it was actually Mr. David, my producer, who was really thinking about how can we do something different? And you, by the way, we were going to maybe have your dad on, but I really thought it would be kind of interesting for you and I to have a conversation. So how do you feel about that? Uh, good. Good. So, Makai, just recently, you and I went to Lynn University to visit. Dad had to give a speech, and we packed a thousand cases. But you actually got to visit the college because you're thinking about going there. And I see you got your Lynn hat on. Tell me, what was that experience like? I would say it's it's if I would compare this to Hoshi Polko University Studios. I'd go instead of, if it was a college, I'd go to um, Lynn University instead of Universal Studios if it was a college or Hoshi Park if it was a college. Wow. So you kind of compare it to like a amusement park that you would think you liked it more. What were some of the things that you liked about it at Lynn? The cafeteria, about how it's open. Also, all the buildings, because they're like close to each other instead of like, instead of all far away. So, like some other colleges that they have like that the weather is beautiful it's amazing that's um, I, I love that you like the weather so daddy like the weather as well so makai you know one of the things that has really surprised me and you and i have a lot of conversations about this but you know as a young boy you were adopted and you came to your forever family and your dad and I um, were able to become your father. And it was the biggest gift in the world. Do you remember as a little boy coming and living with your dad and I? No, I do not. No. So in your life, the only thing you remember is having your dads. Mm -hmm. 
Wow. So I have to ask you, you know, you've always been very open and you and I've talked about the fact that, you know, you've gone to a private school that you do have what they call fetal alcohol syndrome. And you've actually met kids at Lynn University that have fetal alcohol syndrome as well. What would you tell a boy or a girl who's listening to Fostering Change? And maybe they might have, you know, reactive attachment disorder or fetal alcohol syndrome or, you know, what would you tell them that is what's possible what is possible so if it's that like I say at school sometimes sometimes I do sometimes I say it's impossible to do that but then when you try it it's it'll be possible so once you you, you try it then it's possible don't listen to what other people say that's like the number one rule that I have to help other people also what people say, like the mean stuff people say, doesn't matter. Doesn't uh, it probably will affect you, but don't think about it that much because then you got other people like your family, your friends that will support you. So, yeah. So you truly do believe that, you know, there's really nothing that you should listen to when it comes to negativity and start listening to the positive because you can basically do anything you put your mind to. Yep. So in ninth grade, you started looking around your school and realized that there was not an SGA, that there really wasn't. And what you told your dad and I is that I remember that you said that you felt that students didn't have a voice in your school. So tell our listeners and our viewers, what did you decide to do? So I decided to make an SGA or a student government association uh, for like, I think, I don't know how many members, I think consists of um six people and then the advisors too that we have right now and the SGA we are doing something for Valentine's Day for all the students and parents and staff if they if they want to but yeah since we I didn't think we had a voice since like all the staff at my school some staff were like some staff will uh I don't want to say mean I don't want I don't want to be like that I'm just gonna say some some staff are um disrespectful kind of and then some of the other staff uh, that I knew and that some other people knew, uh, they were like the nice. And then we had some old staff that I, I used to talk to. Uh, one of them was my favorite. Um, So like we, he would take me on a walk at two o'clock in the afternoon before the buses and before I went home. So we would talk, we would talk about what, oh, I would talk and then he'd have something to add to it. So like I'd say the staff did this and then he he'll be like, What do you think would happen? So what do you think if we set up an SGA? That was like probably when I was in Miss my old teacher's room. When we were talking, we were we were deep in the conversation because I cause um he he was like, What do you think would you could do better than doing what you did this time? So I'm like, so I'm like, cause I didn't have an honest answer. I was like, I don't know what I would do. So once he left, I started thinking about what he said. And so I went to the vice principal and I went to um, the assistant or the person that helps the principal. I wrote a, a speech or page that I read to them about what we should add to the school and what the students should get for us to have a voice. And now today it's been successful. And wow. 
Wow, that's amazing. Yes. And you actually are the president of VSGA and, you know, truly moving the needle and understanding that your voice really counts. You know, when your data and I started Comfort Cases with the help of you and your siblings, you know, we knew that just one person could truly make a change. And that's exactly what you did. You know, Makai, what I really trying to figure out is, where did you get all of this great information to make all of these changes? What made you decide to look around and say, you know what, we all need to have a voice? So what I was watching, I, so on YouTube, I watched like stuff about, about the president and like, um, I don't I don't know how to put them. Well, let's put all together, uh, like the president, uh, president of, I don't know what they call it in Russia, uh, Japan, all that. So I put all of that together, seeing what in NATO too. Uh, I watched something on NATO too. And then what's happening today with Ukraine and Russia, uh, I watched that. So I'm like, what if at my school, I set up an SGA, consists of members, like the vice president, president, treasurer, secretary, I thought of that. I was like, and then I watched, I did watch some animes because they do have like student government associations in that too. Right. Um, so I'm like, that's, I did think about it a while back too. I'm like, should, should I, I want to write something to the principal to sort of SJ, but I, I was like, I was like kind of scared because I didn't think she was going to accept it. But once I wrote it and once I total, then she was like, that sounds like an honest, great idea. Wow. 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 I will tell you as your dad, I can't be more proud. Listen, we're going to take a little break, everyone. You know, I am so, so excited, as you can see, to have one of our children, Makai, on Fostering Change. You know, Makai is wise beyond his years. I am lucky the fact that, you know, he knows where his drive is. But what I love the most is that amazing smile that you have, Makai, and the fact that you do always make sure that daddy looks looks at the world upside down. We'll be right back. This episode of Fostering Change is sponsored by Comfort Cases, a national nonprofit that inspires our communities to bring hope and dignity to our youth that are in foster care. For just $10 a month, you can support the Comfort Case mission and help us eliminate trash bags for kids who are entering foster care. For every $10 that you give, Comfort Cases will give a Comfort XL to a child entering the system. Be part of the change. Visit comfortcases.org. Well, as I said, happy Valentine's Day. And for me, I get the love of so many, and especially the love of my son, Makai, who's joined me today. You know, Makai, you, we have a big family. You have four other siblings. You know, I, I see that Sky is right behind you watching this interview. You know, and growing up, you know, you've had your sister and your brothers. I want to know what it felt like in 2019 when all of a sudden you had a new brother come home and your brother was older than you what did that feel like um I don't I didn't have a specific feeling I had like mixed emotions um, like that it's difficult I don't know how to explain it or any of that what I do know is that it was amazing 
it felt great having an older brother. So like, because we have an older sister, so now we have an older brother. It's it's fun. He's fun. You like having Alex there, huh? Yeah. Tell me about your relationship with your brother. With Alex, um, <laughs> so we do joke around sometimes. It's our relationship is like close, like close. It's like probably the closest relationship I've had with any of other my siblings. So Alex is probably like the closest person I've had in a relationship with from 2019 to today. It, it's been it's been amazing. My my relationship with Alex is the best. Wow. You know, as your dad, I'm so proud to hear you say that. Because to have a sibling all of a sudden arrive into your home, you know, and the way I see you and your brother, it is the most amazing thing as your father. And to know that how you have opened up your heart and how you have loved unconditionally, it just shows that maybe your dad and I might be doing something right. You know, I really want to know what you want to do. I've heard you say to me before some things that you'd like to do, but but I really want to know, you know, first, before you answer that, answer this. What does it feel like to be a sheer? Uh, amazing. 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 What's so different about the being a sheer than about being a Jones or something? That's a good question. I don't think I can answer that, but I do, I would say that it's amazing, and it, we, we we have a backyard that we can play in, uh, a front yard if we can play in. Uh, we got animals. We also did just get rid of the goats, chickens, and pigs. <laughs> yeah. So, Makai, you know, one of the things that I absolutely love is having a big family like we have. And I love the fact that, you know, to be proud to be a sheer. And you were six years old when daddy and dada started Comfort Cases. And so for the last 10 years, you've watched our charity grow. You've watched daddy leave his banking job and become a public speaker and an author, you know, and you see how much I travel and how much, you know, we have to sacrifice, you know, for our organization. So tell me what you think that your idea is going to be when you grow up. My idea would be, if possible, I would join the military. But if that is not possible, then I'll take over a couple of cases and then I'll do what you're doing right now. But maybe more, maybe more like extreme. Maybe like if I live somewhere else, then and then that community, I'd I'd salt in that little community first, and then I'd go all around the places, start helping other kids along the roads, even if it's out of state, out of country. It, I'll still help kids, even if the, even if at the, I will even buy plane tickets for kids that they don't have a home in a different country. Or state, I'll fly them over here, get find them home, and yeah. Wow. Wow, Makai. Gosh, you make my heart smile, son. The fact that you one want to go to the military, and you know how much dad loves the fact that I was in the Navy, but two, that you would love to take the family charity and continue and grow it. But what I heard the most is how you want to help how you truly want to help other children. You know, Makai, 
I have to tell you, you are an amazing young man. And I am lucky every day that I get to call you my son. And I'm excited to get out of this studio and come home. And maybe you and I can go grab a bite to eat, buddy. If there's anything that you could tell all the people that are listening, that all the people who maybe have dealt with foster care, dealt with adoption, dealt with maybe having white parents and, and children of color or children are white who are parents of color, what would you tell all the people out there that are listening? You're lucky. You're special. Also, don't believe what other people say because it is not true. Don't. Do not believe it. Stay positive. Don't go negative because that'll end on a bad road. Always do good for and always always do good and always do good for other people. That that'll get you good in life and that'll get you places in life. Don't always take the easy path because it might not always end well. Take the hard path if you have to. Wow. You're exactly right. I love the fact that you've actually been listening to your dads. Listen, everybody, you know, my son put it in the way that it should be. Be kind. Understand that your heart can be full of so much love to give to so many people. And I think that anyone who has watched this or hear this, they can see the love that not only do I have for my son, but the love that my son has for his dad. So, Makai... From your biggest fan, the person who am so, so lucky that you stand next to me every single day, Daddy loves you to the moon and back and around the universe. And happy Valentine's, my love, because Daddy truly loves you. Take care, everybody. Go out there and be a good human. I want to say thank you to each and every one of you for listening or watching the latest episode of Fostering Change. All of us on our team hope that you've learned something new today and have been inspired to be a good human. Now, just a reminder that you can always find Fostering Change on your favorite channels on Google, Spotify, iTunes, YouTube, and others including, of course, comfortcases.org. I want to give a big thank you to all of you for joining us each and every week. And a reminder that if you have a suggestion for a guest, or maybe you might have a question about today's podcast, or are interested in becoming a sponsor of Fostering Change, please don't hesitate to email me personally at fosteringchange at comfortcases.org. Now, that's it for now. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.